always we thank you we honor you it's a privilege to be numbered in you it's a privilege to be able to speak your name it's a privilege to stand in a congregation of the righteous and so we do not take lightly this honor that you have bestowed upon us to come once and again to draw from your bounty father we pray tonight that everyone that has come there let them touch the reality in the name of jesus we have been working with duplicates for a long time we want to make contact with the original and so we ask that you make the very heavens open you cause the fountain of the great deep to be open let the windows of heaven be open let all the channels in the realm be open let dimensions be accessible by your spirit tonight in the name of jesus christ grant oh god that the least in our number will become as strong as david in jesus mighty name amen you may be seated god bless you hallelujah now you reduce your volume and let's let's go together where did we stop yesterday we will not talk too much today anyway but the bible says that as Janice and Jabres withstood Moses it says so also do this withstand the truth and that's that's a similar amen I say amen oh. you see spiritual warfare is not fought from the standpoint of ignorance we fight spiritual battles from a standpoint of accurate knowledge accuracy and precision is the name of the game you must know what you are fighting you must know how to fight a priest must understand how to offer a sacrifice he must know the impact of that sacrifice and the implication of offering it when a priest is brought into a circumstance he should be able to diagnose it and know the kind of sacrifice that needs to be offered in order to atone for that opening and to close that door it's not something you guess it is an art that sits on knowledge are you with me uh, that's that's what God has been trying to furnish in our lives all these days. Hallelujah. It's an act that sits on knowledge. If a land is besieged, kept under the control, the dominion of darkness, when wise men come into the territory, they are not coming there to speculate. The way of the spirit is accuracy and precision. And God will, will sharpen your soul so that you can pierce deeper. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that in the last days, the truth will be resisted. The same way Moses was resisted in Egypt by Janice and Jambres. That means if we want to understand how the truth will be resisted, then we need to go and study the Bible to find out how Moses was resisted. You know, the book, the Bible is an object book. It's an object teaching book. 
Sometimes you are giving illustrations. Sometimes you are giving recommendations. Go and check it out. The way it is here, that's how it's going to be. Are you with me now? How exactly was Moses resisted? Because by the time Moses came into the territory of Pharaoh, he came there with a message. The message was quite simple. It will take 29 seconds to deliver it. Let my, I mean, as slow as you can be, it will take 29 minutes. Let my people go that they may serve me. I think that's a very easy message to deliver. You don't need so much time to do that. But you see, it happens to be that in Pharaoh's palace, messages are not delivered in words. Just in case you do that, you have not communicated. You deliver messages with signs and with wonders. It is in the supernatural realm that communication is done in that kind of place. Now, so, uh, 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 Moses was resisted supernaturally. And, about, and this is Paul speaking. So the, time, the way Moses was resisted, that's how the truth will be resisted in this time. It means that in the end time, the battle will shift into the realm of the supernatural. It will become naked. You know, those days, they hide supernatural things. But now, that's the game. Now that we have come into this territory and we function by this rule, you need to know your God. You need to know the way He operates, how He functions, so that the domain and the dimension of the operation of your God will no longer be a story to you. The average Christian knows church songs but doesn't know his God. And that's why the battle always tilts to the place of disfavor. See, the time of singing all those songs without results have ended. Now we need men of sufficient stature because there are several things that will not break until the right man comes. And that's why the Bible, the question goes, are you the one? Are you the one who is to come? So we still wait for another season. We seek men of sufficient stature that understand the strategy that governs the realm of the spirit. These kind of men are the only people that have the capacity to bring about a change. And I assure you, when the right man steps into the terrain, things change. Things change. And if there's no change, it means we do not have a man that has the stature to bring about such change. Just in case you have been praying, playing church, you attend church because your grandfather was a Christian. That fashion has ended. Because the battle has gone into the realm of the supernatural. The Bible says in Rama, Rachel was weeping for her children and could not be comforted because there were no more. What did the children do before they died? They were children. That was why they died. That is a day where innocence was not a ticket for survival. It was a wrong day to be a child. That's why they died. Some of you are celebrating babyhood Christianity. That will become the ticket that of, of your slaughter in the day when the battle moves into the supernatural. If you go down to the city side, you see people celebrating babyhood Christianity. Nobody wants to dare go with God because everybody understands that if we are going to go deep with God, He is going to establish His dominion around us and He will restrict us. He will bridle all your appetites. He will cut off your, your, your foul desires. He will gather all your strength, the strength you spend for draft. The one you used to watch man you. He will gather it so that you can focus it to know how prayer can move and shift and
and, and cause a ripple effect in the realm of the spirit. If he has not gathered as much, you will not know where your power re re resides. The Bible says that as Jennies and Jambres resisted Moses, so also will the truth be resisted at the end of time. You see, you are in the wrong time. That's the problem. The only problem is the time. It's a time where this game will be played with the tools of the supernatural. And it is, it is late for you to play church now. Anywhere you are seated, I'd like you to bow your head and begin to pray. Lord, I don't want to miss that which you want to do today. Rachel is weeping for her children. Rachel is weeping for her children. In Rama. Komba Sapata. In Rama. Kabes Ofete Menekadia. Rachel is weeping. She cannot be comforted because her children are no more. Lord, that which you have called this conference to achieve in the lives of men, to achieve in this territory, oh Lord, oh God, oh God, have mercy. Sobela Campande Sofrete Makapatania. She refuses to be comforted. I pray you will not find comfort. You will not be comforted. You will not stretch yourself in laxity. That after this time out, you rise up and stare yourself like a man and, and set your face like a flint until the power of the great God on high comes. In Jesus name. The time for trial and error is over. We looked upon duplicates. We have gathered so many keys and the key holder has no space for another. Meanwhile, the lives of men rot away under the domain, under the yoke of darkness. I think we need to change the rules. Turn with me quickly to the book of Romans. The key holder can't hold another. It's not about keys, it's about a spirit. It's about the realm of reality. Show unto us that which you showed to men of old that found favor with you. Teach us that language, that utterance, that utterance that is so strong that human language cannot communicate it. Bad things of the spirit, mutterings that cannot be uttered. Romans chapter 8. We have found the source of the problem. 
We found it yesterday night. The source of the problem arose when the sons of God compromised their estate. When their estate was compromised, the last strand upon which God was holding on, expecting for a revolution to take place, was lost. At that point, the Bible says, the whole earth was filled with violence. That's where the lion became a wild animal. Because originally, the lion was a herbivore. Are you still with me? You may not believe me. I, I need you to understand. I want us to go together first. The lion was actually not a carnivore from the beginning. And that's why when the absolute kingdom order is established and Jesus comes for his, for his millennial reign, the Bible said the lion will eat straw, will eat grass again. Hallelujah. So there was no wild animal that God created. But when the sons of God compromised their estate, the Bible says the whole earth was filled with violence. That error came to pass because the sons of God did not understand the pedestal that God has placed them in the scheme of things. And it happens to be that in the spirit, if God shuts a door, only God can open it. If an angel shuts it, an angel will be required to open it. And if a man shuts it, a man will have to open it. And there are several things that men shut. And even though God is so powerful, He doesn't violate the laws of the spirit realm. Because God is so strong that when He utters His voice, His voice becomes law and He Himself becomes subject to it. That's why the Bible says that God has exalted his word above his name and you may not understand what he means when he says his name in kingdom context a man is as strong as what his name can do all right names in kingdom context is not for nomenclature it's not for identification the name is a conduit that communicates and conveys the man's stature and the man's capacity are you with me and so there's never like in Egypt there are some doors that will not open except you invoke the name of Pharaoh <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my god you are not with me Jesus was speaking to his disciples and Jesus said in my name you shall cast out devils and that word name in Greek is Onoma. It's actually an active perspective of his authority. That means if you want the authority of Jesus to be active, invoke his name. So he says, my name, if my name is invoked, you will see everything that it doesn't have as much stature as me will give way so that you can enter in fact the bible reveals that after jesus had fulfilled the ultimate sacrifice that he was destined to fulfill and god accepted his offering in the heavens he earned for himself the highest position of favor ever in the kingdom and that favor is what the bible means that jesus is at the right hand of god when you study your Bible and the Bible says Jesus is at the right hand of God, it doesn't mean this side. 
So are you going to think it's this side? No. See, kingdom is affecting that, that text. It means the highest position of favor. The man of my right hand. It means my most favored friend. Are you with me now? So when Jesus sacrificed, it was accepted in the heavens. Jesus earned for himself the highest position of favor in the kingdom. Are you with me now? And that favor that he earned was revealed in the fact that his name was adopted as the key that opens every door in the realm. That the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Where? Of things on earth. Of things where? In heaven. Of things where? Beneath the earth. That tells us about the vertical spectra of God's universe. That that name has value even in hell. If you go and mention Jesus in hell, there will be commotion. That shows you the stature he carries. So in a kingdom context, a man's stature is revealed by the potency, the power of what? Good. You are now following me. And so the Bible says that God has exalted his words, his utterances, his decrees, much more than his name. That is to say that if God speaks, he himself becomes subject to it. Now, I know you can't imagine that realm of power. You know, for, the, for many years, the body of Christ, we have been eating junk. That's why we are not growing to become like our God. But not, not, not for, for long. Not for long. Because saviors will come from Zion. He said the name can operate everything in God's universe. That means you will travel far enough in every any order. You will meet a preeminent one of things on earth, of things in heaven, of things beneath the earth, and every tongue confess. Hallelujah. They acknowledge and pledge their allegiance. So God does not violate his words. For instance, one of the laws of the spirit is that God, no spirit being can operate in the earth without man's permission. It's a law. No matter how strong Ogugu is, Ogugu only retains memory and worship if men consider him important. If the whole village say they won't worship him, his memory dies. He will hunt them all, he will fight them, but he's only giving four generations with which to do his worst. After four generations, that there's no prayer, that God is, 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 is taken back into oblivion. That's scripture for you. Alright? But if the seed of righteousness is planted, the potential of that seed runs for a thousand generations. That's why I'm asking if you are the one who is to come. Because if a man can stand and fight and establish a righteous order, it will reign for one thousand generations. So it's not all about how much money you can get. We seek a man that can that has the patriarchal spirit, that can set the coordinates and and clean the path, so that even if somebody comes and is a vagabond, all right, he still prospers, and because one man stood somewhere, that's that's the kind of covenant Abraham entered into. Go to Israel today; they don't believe God, but they are blessed, they are prosper, because one man 
of sufficient stature stood and set the coordinates. Are you the one? Are you the one who is to come? Or you just came like me to sell you, you, you are a passerby. You don't, you don't intend to make any definite impact. My father came, he was strong, I didn't make do anything. My elder brother came, he even had more money. Friends, it's not about those factors. If you can rise today and say, I'm going to be a platform upon which the kingdom can rest. You create a gap, a portal, a passageway that fowls cannot see, that lions cannot scratch. It is kept as a monument. And as long as your seed remains upon the earth, that covenant will haunt them. Do not quantify men by how much money they can get. Quantify them by how many generations they can live. One life, but it runs for a thousand generations. That's immortality. He has tapped into the deathless dimensions of God. I don't want to be a carnal man, normal man. I only last for one generation. I want to establish a covenant that will run many years after I'm gone. The Bible says 400 years later and God remembered his covenant with Abraham. That's a colossus. It's an icon. How can you interpret a man that died and for, for how many thousands of years his bones were still traveling because he prophesied before he died. <laughs> I'm tired of being an empty. I'm tired. I'm tired. His bones were traveling from Genesis to Joshua. People fell in the wilderness, but bones reached home. <laughs> fell in the wilderness. Their graves, there was no peg to mark it. But a man's bones traveled. A man's bones traveled. Saw the moonlight and the sun. For many years, saw it for one generation until it was laid to rest in the land that was captured only in prophecy. What kind of men were these? Elijah's name was never, his village was not mentioned. Just in case you think Tishbite, that he was from Tishbe, there's no such village like that in the Bible. <laughs> Tishbe is not a location. This is a description of his assignment. The Tishbite means messenger. He was the first picture, portrait of an apostle. A sent one in the Bible. And he came with a token of fire. His wife's name was not captured. He was like a celibate. A wanderer. There was only one thing that kept him moving. It was the message that he carried. <laughs> They may despise you because you have no money. But a man can carry a message. And they will call him a name according to his message. Elijah the Tishbite. Came one day and stood and said, If I don't come to reverse it, no rain will fall here. Locked the heavens, threw the key away and went to sleep for three years. I don't, I, don't, I don't know whether these things, when you read them, you'll believe it. <laughs> Locked it and went on holiday. A time came when he began to suffer for the very prophecies he all uttered. Because when he closed the heavens, 
God led him to a riverside. The drought was so intense that the river dried up. He himself was plagued by his utterance. And then he sought God again and God opened his understanding. He said, your, your spirit leads you to Zarephath. For I have commanded a widow woman to sustain you. Who told you that your father must be the one to pay your, your school fees? Ah, you know, I want to live the textbook life. We want to live by keys. That's why we don't understand that the way of the spirit is dynamic. That God can send you to a river and then the river will dry. Because he wants you to keep your ear down. That's how you survive in the spirit. Your ears must hear. If you have not yet heard the Holy Ghost once in your life, you are not a man. Those days, you must read the Torah and quote it off head before you are given the honors of a man. And from that time, your mother, even your mother is not permitted to look upon your nakedness. Jesus hit that, that, that season of manhood at the age of 12. He hit manhood at the age of 12. His mother, Mary, cannot look upon his nakedness from that day because he became a man. We seek men. We seek women. Of sufficient stature. <clears throat> oh, God will help us today. <clears throat> For you are glorious and what. advertised him at the age of 12 when he gained manhood God took him back into the cave of training again for 18 years the next time he shows up he's at the age of 30 if they you know at the age of 12 they gave us a snapshot about him he was with the doctors of the law and the bible says he was asking them questions and answering that means when he asked the doctors, they didn't have answers. So he now had to what? That's 12. Then the Bible doesn't talk about him from that time for 18 years. <laughs> we need men. We need men of stature. That's what the land needs. 
those stirrings of God in your spirit do not compromise it those stirrings are is a proof of the fact that you are from a different order when God wants to begin to do new things in the territory what he starts doing is that he he opens a, a realm that was not accessible hitherto the impartations for that from that realm begin to come into our spirit like stirrings that stirrings upgrades your taste buds such that the things that you used to taste before that was sweet for you when you taste them again i'm talking about consumption now the kind of messages you heard that you were excited suddenly you hear them again and uh, it's as if you want to curse somebody what has happened to you nothing is wrong with you it's just that a staring has commenced in your life that staring has a whole lot of reality attached to it in fact that staring is going to determine um, the, your next set of friends or oh, you don't understand there are people that live by the spirit eh? because of the stirrings in their spirit they cannot just be anybody's friend eh, no it's not as if those people are not believers but there's no connection because we don't have the same kind of stirrings the stirrings that you receive determine your lifestyle because there are some levels of sacrifice that that stirring demands in order for you to fan it and to maintain it because spiritual things are fragile there have met many people that lost the stirrings that god brought into their lives and as preachers if you lose your stirring let somebody else have the pulpit for go and look for it because what will make you part of the new things that god wants to begin to do in the earth is tied to whether or not you are still in tune with a particular stirring the truth is this a man can have signs and wonders in his ministry but yet he is not preaching the present revelation position of the spirit that one will come because there's a stirring Don't lose your staring. It's a prompting. It's a push. To make you inherit something that God has make, made available and accessible in God for you. Hallelujah. Ah, you know the reason why I can't read that romance? So many things are happening now that I'm seeing now. Don't lose your staring. He begins to find something fresh suddenly you become dissatisfied with some things around you suddenly you feel moved to go and burn some of your cassettes and then you are like a wanderer you know why what is happening to you is that he is bringing you into alignment the journey of alignment many times he can take you it can take you years before you find your company yes Are you with me? There's something strong that is being forged in the earth. It's being forged, and there are only a few people in the nations of the earth that have actually come into the reality of these stirrings that God has brought into our generation. I hope you know 
what you hear on pulpits and what we hear on TV on our cable networks cannot deliver this nation. I hope you know that one. Good. We need something deeper than what we have now to bring about a change. It means that the revelations of God must have to go deeper. It means that there's a new language we need to learn. And all of those realities are captured within that staring. When a staring like that starts, God chooses a few people in the body of Christ. He takes them like Moses to the backside of the wilderness and teaches them that language. Now, whether or not you are one of them is not the issue. Then when he has taught them the language sufficiently, he now releases them into the body of Christ to interpret the stirrings in the hearts of men. Are you with me now? When those stirrings begin to receive interpretation, those people that God has been dealing with, they will just be finding confirmations with those things that have been uttered. Because the guy is not saying anything new. He's just interpreting what people are experiencing inside. You are with me? And as the interpretation begins to go on and the people begin to understand accurately what God is demanding, what is happening to them is that they are coming into alignment. Unknown to you, there's a battle formation, an army that is being recruited and they are taking their own places within the scope of that which the Spirit of God is bringing into the earth. It might not look like what we are used to. That's why I tell you, hmm, if you don't know the Holy Ghost, you have missed it. You have missed it. Because the landscape of everything that we know that God is doing and that God will do will change. The landscape will change. Church will change. Ministry will change. Evangelism will change. If you are still using the old template, it will not make for this time. It will not make for it. Are you with me? And so if you are fake, it will be easy for people to know you are fake now. Okay, I've got in my message. Oh yeah, follow me. Revelation chapter 1. I wanted to continue from yesterday, but I will not be accurate if I continue. Oh la 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 The heaven will be open this night. Open. Oh la 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 Some of you, God ordained, you are for 20 years, God programmed it that you'll be here. For 12 years, God programmed it that you'll be here. So that something will happen that will put you on course. And your eyes will be washed with eyes salve, And you will see. This is not a meeting that will end like other meetings that ended. No! There will be proof to show that God set this one up. Revelation 1. I need to help us interpret what is happening in the spirit realm. Alright? So that we can all have understanding. Then, when we utter the right words, and you say the right things, then the heaven will be open. When the heaven opens, we are going to enter. You don't need to die to go to heaven. I've been there like three times. 
There's no bronze ceiling that separates the earth from the heavens. Uh -uh. Hey, you don't believe? Okay, on the Isle of Patmos, John was on the earth. And then he heard a voice that said, Come up here! And I'll show you the things that will happen hereafter. And suddenly he was in heaven. Didn't die. The Bible says that Stephen, when he was being stoned, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, he saw into heaven. The Son of Man was standing. Did he die before he saw that one? God created the heaven and the earth so that there will be interaction between both realms. <laughs> ah, is this thing I'm saying strange? My God. Ah, okay, let me, let me not cause trouble. Ah, I'm saying that, hey, if I had time, I would have shown you that there's food in heaven. God eats food. No, not from Korano, from... Ah, no time. No time. Names will be written in a strange book this night. Several people prayed for a long time. It was as if God was not answering. No! Wait! It was not a season for God to answer those prayers. The prayers that you have prayed have gathered in another season. Now he comes to take you so that you can gain entrance to a place that no foul know it. Who told you that your life is wasted? When a strong man comes... When you receive this mark that we are talking about and you stand, one day will be better than a thousand. The teeth bite, his age was not mentioned. The teeth bite, his wife was not mentioned. The teeth bite only had a message and he was known by it. You will be known by a mark that God will place upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I've shown you that there's food in heaven. God is. And the reason why God ate man's food is because he, he wanted man to be invited to eat his. I hope you know when Jesus resurrected from the dead, ascended to heaven, appeared in the congregation of his apostles, he went to seek Peter out. When Peter was backsliding, he ate fish with his glorified body. Study your Bible. All right? I don't have time. What is manna? That thing called manna is what? The Bible calls it angel's bread. And when they ate it, what happened to them for 40 years? They had no need of a change of raiment because their raiment grew on their body. They had no need for change of shoes. Their shoes, what? Grew on their body. Man, you need to eat something. All this alcohol you have been eating, that's what is responsible. We need to take a flight. There's a pavilion that you must secure. There's a realm, there's a dimension that we have been cut off from. That's why we walk on food like men, men. But I tell you, two wings of an eagle will be given to you so that you can fly. I went to a village to preach some years ago. The herbal is there. He drove me away. I ran for my life. 
Sometimes it's wisdom to run. Especially when you don't have enough tools. Don't remain there. In the name of the Lord, don't remain there. But I went and touched some things and I was given the wings of an eagle. And I now learned how to fly. I returned. It was a man that packed. He knows you if you put on more stature to help with the devil. If we don't care what the devil has planted in the land. Today, there will be war in heaven. The only thing I need to add to this is that if there's anybody here that is not serious with his Christian life, it's not you I'm talking to. No. And I won't give out a call for people that want to rededicate. If you have not done that before now, your name is not in the, in the book we are talking about. Alright? You need to attend discipleship so that God will be helping you. But I'm talking to sons, people that God has been putting a searchlight upon. He has been guiding their steps. He has been determining their days. He has been restricting them so that they don't get mingled with the system that he has caused. Those are the people I'm talking about. Because something is about to break upon the earth. I've seen a glimpse of it in the heavens. The world as we know it today will not continue like this. There must be a witness and a testimony. And God will raise sons of God. They were the ones that put us in trouble. And the Bible says that the earnest expectation of creation awaited the generation of sons of God were emerged. And the bondage of corruption that was casted on the old creation by reason of their disobedience to God will be recovered. The balance that was lost will be secured. It's difficult for me to read this scripture. It's difficult. I still need us to pray that God will not miss it this night. Ah, it's as if we have, they have waited for us for many years for this night. You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing that they are watching us from heaven. No, I say I don't need you to believe me. Oh, somebody thinks I'm just trying to. Hey, you don't know. I pray God. No, God will reveal. Don't worry. You don't know. Hey. Oh. My, that old day, that day that people were fake, that they uttered things they did not know, it has finished. It has passed. We speak of the things that we have seen and we have handled. The things that we have touched of the word of life, where we have experienced. eternal life that was with the father in the beginning we saw it we beheld it and we touched it he said because of that we call you to fellowship with us for our fellowship is with the father and his son Jesus Christ he said that's why we say we have not called you because we have program he said, he said that which was in the beginning we saw it that's why we are calling you Alright, let's go. Revelation chapter 1. Verse 17. 
When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I need to add this quickly. In the original writing, there's no and separating first and last. I am first last. Okay? I just want you to hold that indicator as we journey. Are you still with me? I am first last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I live evermore. Amen. And I have the key of hell and death. Stop. For God's sake, why will Jesus introduce himself to John again? If there was anybody in the Bible, in the Gospels that knew Jesus, it was John. In fact, the other apostles called John the one that Jesus loved because he was the one that always put his head on Jesus' chest. All the epistles in scripture, all the gospels pictured Jesus from different perspectives. Matthew pictured Jesus from the perspective of his kingship. That Jesus was actually the king of an unseen kingdom that had his base in the third heavens. That was why there were 33 times in the book of Matthew where you find the phrase, the kingdom of heaven. In the entire Bible, no other person uses that rendition, kingdom of heaven. Only Matthew uses it, and he uses it 33 times because his perspective of Jesus was the perspective of the king. Matthew, therefore, is the book of the kingdom. Now, I need to explain a little further. Amen. The kingdom of heaven. I said it's only Matthew that used it. Other people use the kingdom of God. There's a difference between the two. Because the kingdom of God talks about God's general rule from eternity past to eternity future. Over everything, the universe, the galaxies. Thy throne, O God, is forever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. It's talking about kingdom of God. Throne is forever. Scepter of your kingdom is a right scepter. You love righteousness, you hate iniquity. Therefore, God, even our God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness. The context of that scripture speaks about a kingdom that has no end. And the power of the king that resides in the center of it. The, 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 the center of the kingdom of God happens to be the administration of God. And the center of the administration of God happens to be the throne of God. The rendition that Matthew uses, the kingdom of heaven, is tied to Psalm 116 verse 15. Or 115 verse 16. Where the Bible says the heaven, even the heavens. So what is being referred to in that scripture is the third heavens, the heaven of heavens. Where God's administrative headquarters is based. Now so what Matthew meant by saying... The kingdom of heaven 
was that he was referring to the rule of God that had his administrative base in the third heavens. How God intends that that rule will influence men on this earth and influence the proceeding of things in this earth in line with his will. Do you understand it? That's the essence. That's the vision behind the book of Matthew. On the strength of that understanding, Matthew gives us strange insights. For instance, in the book of Matthew chapter 5, the constitution of that kingdom is revealed. Jesus shows up and a multitude gathers, like always. But that day, instead of him to preach and bring out speaker for crusade, he decided to climb a mountain. I thought that when the multitude comes, the next thing that should follow should be that Jesus will burst like a bubble. This time, as the multitude came, he started climbing. He raised the standard because he wanted to reveal the constitution of the kingdom he represented. And at the end of the day, only his disciples made it to the top of the mountain. See, normal Christianity and kingdom life is different. We have many normal Christians. Maybe 15% kingdom Christians. And in every generation, there must be that demarcation. People that operate in church life and people that are bound to the king that is in the third heavens and their life is lived based on his perspective. The book of Luke, of Mark, sees Jesus as a slave. Meanwhile, Jesus has a nickname in the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew is called the king. The book of Mark, Jesus is seen as a slave. Why so? Because everything about him and the things that he was intended to come and do upon the face of the earth were already captured in prophecy. He was not called to be creative. He was given a body so that he can fulfill the things that are written where? In the volume of the books. That, is that not a slave? Your life is already scripted. Everything you will do is said. And you don't have the ability to be creative. Just to show up and stroll along the line of predictions. So Mark saw him as a slave. And you will see that in the beginning of the book of Mark, you see a prophecy that Jesus was fulfilling because he was a prophecy guided Messiah. In the book of Mark, he has a nickname. His name there is the Servant of the Lord. In the book of Luke, which is the book of the universal grace of God, it shows us how far God can go to redeem that which is lost. It's in that book that you see the parables of lost things, lost coin, lost sheep, lost son. The coin was lost, knew it was lost, could not do anything about it being lost. Sheep was lost, no, coin was lost, did not know it was lost, could not do anything about it being lost. Sheep was lost, knew it was lost, could not do anything about it being lost. Son was lost, knew it was lost, and could do something about it being lost. These are ranges of being lost. And the parable reveals how that true grace our God can save to the uttermost. It doesn't matter how lost a man is. With this God, there's plenty of redemption. Hallelujah. Jesus is seen as the representative of the human race. Released to fulfill and to satisfy the claims of divine justice. He is the token that is manifested from heaven as the basis and the secret and the strategy of God to redeem a ground that was considered to the enemy. Because of that, 
he was given a nickname in the book of Luke as the son of man hallelujah but of all these books the book of John is the deepest oh, I don't know oh, you used to read all those books as one book hey, they are far from they are far from this the emphasis is so widely different when we come to the book of John that's the book of life the secret about Jesus was spelled out in black and white the people discovered that Jesus was not an ordinary man when the research was conducted they saw that he had a kind of life that no man on earth has and that was a secret in him was life so way and this life was light unto men every time that life manifested its characteristics it shined on men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend the book of John was written like a project a master's or a PhD thesis it has an introduction and it has a very cogent conclusion are you, are you with me? Oh my God. I say, are you with me? Now, you see, because of what we want to do in Revelation, we need to play with scriptures. Trouble many scriptures so that the eyes of your understanding can be enlightened. There's something you need to see and you need to see it for yourself. A preacher must not preach it to you. The eyes of your own understanding must be enlightened so that you can see it yourself. Because what you see, no man can take away from you. You know they took away the coat of many colors from, 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 from Joseph. But there was something that could never take away. That which he saw lived with him even in the prison yard. Now so what we are doing, we are trying to brush your eyes of understanding. Put some eyes out. Somewhere along the line you will see. And what you see will be yours forever. The secret of Jesus was put on display. They say in the beginning was the Logos. It was a compendium of the purposes and the wisdoms and wills of God. The same was with God. The same was God. Everything that God made, He made by Him. That, so, you see, first of all, John stumbled upon the revelation. It's needful for you to know that there are two times in scripture, three times in scripture, where you see in the beginning. Where researchers try to trace things to their original carving points. You see it in Genesis. You see it in John. You see it in First John. So, of all the three times you find that, two of them had to do with who? John the prophet. Are you still with me? But of all the beginnings that the Bible records, the one in the book of John is farthest into eternity past. That is the farthest portrait of vision that any man ever saw. He saw a point in eternity past where he decoded a secret that in the Godhead there was a member. And that member was called the world. He was the compendium of the counsel of God. And he was the only one saddled with the responsibility of defining God. And that the activities of the Godhead 
were encircled around him. Can we talk like men? You know, this biscuit that we eat in church for, for the last 20 years, it's time for us to have teeth. Let's eat meat. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, let's eat bone. Crack. Let's talk like sons of our father and speak his language. Crack his jokes. Think his thoughts. Speak his words with our vocal cords. That's the excellency of our brotherhood in the light. The activities of the Godhead cannot be explained except that individual is revealed. It was John that gave us access into that. And so the book of John was dedicated to discovering who this personality is. The Word. He reduced the scope of his research because he said God created everything through him. That means there's a point that there is an angle that you can view this personality. You can view this personality from the angle of the things that he has what? Created. But I hope you know that creation is not all of creation that, he, that man knows. Three months ago some divers discovered a species of fish that is not captured in any of the categories of fishes in the biology textbook. <laughs> oh, mama, latabe. The scientists have been able to develop an algorithm of how fast new planets are being formed and new stars and galaxies. That means there is no end to this research. They will die. Generations will come. Other fields of research are open, fresh fields. Because you cannot know him by the things he has made. It is not given unto man to know. So the guy reduced his research. The thing was too wide. He had to reduce the scope again. And then he said in him was life. So that personality could only be studied from the standpoint of what? The life he carried. And that's the testimony of the book of John. Studying Jesus from the standpoint of his life. John discovered 18 characteristics about Jesus, which were actually practical operations of the God life when it is found in a human vessel. At the end, I hope you know the book of John was supposed to end in John chapter 20. I know you don't know that. Come with me. Come with me. You see, we need all this background to go to Revelation 1. When we get there, your eyes will be enlightened. I hope you are not tired of Bible study. John chapter 20, turn with me. Let's break bone. Oh, okay. Come with me, John chapter 20. Can we go to verse um, 30? Please be careful as we proceed. He said, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of uh, his apostles, his disciples, which are not written in this book. Now, what book are they talking about? Is it not the book of John? Now, that's a concluding statement. Many other signs. There's no need to mention them. Why? Because, okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, let's go back. Um, 
19. Go to 19 so that you can understand. Then the same day at the evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples assembled for the fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto what? Jump to 24. But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Jump again. The 26. And after eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then he said to Thomas, Which feeder? Thy finger. Because the first time Jesus came, Thomas was not there. And then the apostles began to tell Thomas that Jesus came. He said, no, I can't believe your story. Until I take my hand and put by the side. Touch the place where the nails pierce. Until I take my hand and put on his palm. Touch the place where the nail, nail pierce. Touch the place where the spear pierce. I cannot believe that. The Bible says eight days later, the apostles were assembled together. And Thomas was with them. And suddenly, the doors being shut, Jesus stood in the midst and said unto Thomas, said unto them, Peace be unto you. And then he went straight to Thomas. You remember Jesus was not there when Thomas was saying his own stuff. Just went to Thomas and said, Thomas, stretch forth thy finger. Touch my hand. Stretch forth thy hand. Touch my side. And be thou believing. Be not an unbeliever. Do you know that that was when Thomas gave his life to Christ? Thomas gave his life to Christ by touching. Oh, you are not. Okay. Go back, go back. What was Thomas's response? After he touched, he said, then 27, then he said to Thomas, which did that I finger and behold my hands, which did that I hand and trust it to my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, my God. That's when he gave his life to God. He was a doubting Thomas. Jesus died and resurrected. It took touching for him to surrender to Jesus. Hallelujah. Now that Thomas has believed, there's no need to give you more proof about the signs and wonders. And that was why they had to summarize it. Many other things did Jesus do which are not written where? in this book. There's no need to write it because Thomas has believed. And you are not as terrible as he is. If the ones in the book were able to convince Thomas, no need to write more. Are you with me? Many other things he did which are not written where? But the ones that are written, why are they written? They are written so that you can believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that word, that the world, and that in believing, you will have the same way the book has ended. Notice why they say they are not written in this book because the book is being concluded. The book has been concluded. You get that now? Now then, something that happens that makes them call the book back from the printer. The book has been concluded because they, they, it's a thesis. Alright? The topic was to study him from the standpoint of what? His life. And as at John 20, 31, that has been done. That was where the book was supposed to end. And then suddenly, one of the apostles 
Verse leading. Now, John has reached his own conclusion. He has come to the conclusion of the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. Why he was coming to the conclusion? Another apostle was what? Going to look for his net. And in a bid to look for his net, chapter 21 was added. Do you realize that because some people left their duty posts in the Chronicles of Heaven, chapter 21 had to be added, even though it's not part of the book? Somebody's disobedience added what? Chapter 21. I pray there will be no chapter 21 in your own book. There will be no reason to give an account of a backsliding our apostle. <laughs> because in chapter 21, Jesus didn't preach any new gospel. There was no new revelation. He just came and said the old things he had said before. He said, Peter, do you love me more than this thing? No new revelation. And he said it three times. Why did Jesus ask Peter three times? Because Peter denied him three times. So he had to ask him, how many times? For each denier. So that he could be redeemed. There was no new revelation. The book was concluded. And that's the book of life. That Jesus could only be studied, related with, from the standpoint of his life. The only possibility of knowing God is from his life. This is eternal life, the Bible says, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus, whom thou hast sent. And so in this book is called The Son of God. So do you remember all his nicknames? The King, the Servant of the Lord, the Son of Man, and the Son of God. And so if there was anybody that knew Jesus, it was John. But on the Isle of Patmos, Jesus had to reintroduce himself to John. My question is, why? John gives us his testimony in John in Revelation chapter 1 verse 9. I, John, am your brother and companion in the patience and the tribulation of the kingdom. Can you see the credentials of a prophet? A prophet is not a man that is fat when his congregation is lean. No. Ezekiel said, I sat where they sat among the captives of Israel. We are lighted by the river Kabar and the heavens were open and I saw the visions of heaven. Are you with me? He's not a man that takes offering from everybody. Not for the purpose of the kingdom, but to enrich himself. And then the people are still starving and suffering. And then he is getting on with life. No, that's not the way of the prophet. He, that kind of a man doesn't qualify to receive counsel for those people. Do you understand? You must have felt the infirmity. You must have felt the same torture. For you to stand as a representative of the people before God. And receive not just grace for yourself. But grace for the clan. 
He was our companion what? In tribulation. He was not a big man of God. The church in that time was suffering. And he had his own fair share of what? His when he was introducing himself, his credentials in the suffering business was one of the things that he was identified with. I am your... That is what the scripture I quoted. I will preach on that I entered trouble in my uncle. This thing I said now. And I was fought for one year because of this scripture. Because there were a lot of men of God that came for that meeting and they felt I was talking to them. That I was trying to make them feel that they did not sufficiently qualify to be called men of God in that territory. Because most of them started church closed because of the heat. You know, you said there were threats. Those ones, they escaped. There was no threat, but they escaped. And then two years later, they come back, change the name. Maybe in the same venue change a dream center and then move again the devil locate them they close it and say God is speaking something then two years later they come again and what's the last one household of purpose <laughs> but he was our companion in tribulation he gave us his credentials the things that God saw that qualified him to be a spokesman even in that time he had stars upon his back and those stars were the things that qualified him to be an oracle of God our perspective of ministry and a man that has made it is a man that has a pop belly he has bass voice because the chicken has cholesterol and choked the throat side <laughs> and his bass voice said God bless you God bless you. No. John was a different personality. He was one that gained mastery by tribulation. The Bible said Jesus was a man of sorrows. He had master's degree in sorrow. Because he had suffered and suffered till he became used to suffering. If you have not suffered before, you can't be preached the truth. Mm. You are a fine boy that graduated from Bible school. You cannot bear the burden of the land. You must have a scar to make you qualify. He said, I John, I'm your brother. I was on the Isle of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. Then I heard behind me the sound of a trumpet. That sound was what changed John's life. He heard the sound. You will hear a sound today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, that. You will hear a sound today. The last of John we knew was a researcher. But now he was on Patmos. And there was a sound. The sound came. And he discerned the speakings of that sound. I hope you know. The Bible says he heard the sound as of a trumpet speaking with him what exactly happened was that they were blowing trumpets and by the gift of interpretation of tongues he was getting the meaning I have the gift of interpretation of tongues it has happened to me once when in the service one guy was blowing flute I was interpreting it but I, it has not happened since that day to today when that thing happened God took me back to the book of Revelation and said that was how I spoke to John 
it was a gift of interpretation of tongues that was you see a trumpet was talking you see can we go, see they, hey, there are realms there are dimensions there are places god wants to take you ah, you will hear things and you understand if a natural man hears it you will not know what is going on He heard the sound as of a trumpet, and then Jesus began to introduce himself to him again. Now, when he saw the personality that was speaking, he saw someone and he said, This personality looked like the Son of Man that I used to know. But you see, Jesus was standing in an office, and the regalia that he was putting on was the regalia that was painting the full colors of that office. As a priest after the order of Melchizedek. The articles of worship in ancient priestly order were present because there were seven golden candlesticks that he was walking in the midst of. But you see, all those implements had different prophetic meanings in the book of Revelation because the seven golden candlesticks refer to the churches and his body was the church and it was moving in the midst of the church and pondering that was where John saw him hallelujah now something happened that I want us to see quickly all these things began to take place Jesus now began to tell him I am Alpha Omega I am first last he could not comprehend it Actually, Jesus wanted to take him higher to another pedestal. Because the testimony that he was supposed to bear at this point was a different one. It was not something he had seen and known. He, prior to this time, he was an apostolic teacher. Now, he was to be upgraded into the prophetic ministry. So that they could bring consolation to the people of God that were in deep tribulation at that time. There was to be a shift in his office. There was to be an accessibility of another dimension in Christ. And, and, and God needed a switch in his life. And because of that, there was need for another revelation. Now, let me tell you something. You see, the revelations of God cannot be sealed up. God is endless. And the whole of eternity is not sufficient for us to know all about him. Because he did not begin. Neither will he end. He is a continuous perpetual continuum and that's why in the heavens angels bow Every you see them there's this oscillatory motion that goes on in the heavens every time he manifests his glory the angels will die and that thing goes on goes on because there's no end to his manifestations can you imagine a personality that has no end please can you it's not good for the mind So he had to reveal himself again so that John can at least think out of the box. Because John had known him as Jesus of what? Nazareth. But that revelation was a time-based revelation that obscured the eyes of John from seeing the eternal dimensions of this personality. And that's why he had to come with a different introduction. I am Alpha Omega. I existed before I came. I existed before your grandfather was born. I existed before Abraham. Before Abraham, I was I am and I will be. John fell down. <laughs> he fell down. And he was there like a dead man. 
You think that the revelations of God have been sealed? No. God said that out of the babe, mouths of babes and sucklings, I have ordained strength. You will see young men, young women, faceless, nameless, that will rise, but the, of the increase of their lips. Uh, there is a revelation that you know is not the one they studied. It's a, it's a, it's a perpetual continuum. He fell down like a dead man. And Jesus quickened him. Revived him. Continued with his introduction. I am first, last. Get it into your head. I did not begin when you saw me. I'm an eternal spirit. He had to upgrade him quickly. Because the perception he had could not survive this dimension. Friend, please help me preach to your neighbor. All you know about God is too small. <laughs> I, I know you went to the Bible school, to the seminary. And you came out with a distinction. They gave you the honors of preaching to all your brethren on graduation day. And you used the powers of homiletics and message preparation. That one has no value here. Because all of it will go down like a dead man. When you see the excellency of this glory. John fell down. He had to be revived again. Say, okay, the story did not end because he fell. Stand up. I am first last. It's like as if it was an emergency. This thing will be pressed into him. So that he can rise up like a lion. You can bow like a lamb. But make sure when you rise. Rise like a lion. Rise with a revelation. Rise with a new insight. Rise with a new perspective. Shame on them that looked at you when you were a lamb. And they concluded... Because you will rise again. You will rise again. So he quickened him and said, I am the Alpha, Omega. You know, at this point, all the research he did in the book of John cannot hold water. And I was wondering why Jesus, that was a patient. God, the patient one that we know, he will use a parable to illustrate him. Why was he not patient with John? Because there was urgency in the spirit. He had to fuse this revelation. Friends, there's urgency. There's, you say you don't understand, don't worry. Come up. I'll show you things. You don't need to understand them. Just be basking in that euphoria. And when you know that you are too small for them, God will quicken the eyes of your understanding. It's not about your comprehension. See it. Let it register. It will become it will become yours like hand and glove. It's an impartation. See, we have gone beyond in Revelation. We, John went beyond Revelation. Now he has gone into impartation. The realities of the things he declared were actually real in the realm of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit was bringing the impartation of those realities. Impartation is different from Revelation. A teacher can come and teach you Revelation. But you see, we will not just go home with Revelation. The reality of these things that we speak will come to you. And there are many people that will rise with that spirit. We have gone beyond revelation. Now, it is the day of impartation. Spiritual things will be bestowed upon you. And then you will become the prophet that will be teaching it. Declaring it. And one impartation, can, you can declare for 30 years. I hope you know. Five seconds impartation. It can, it, oh. Jesus was not patient with him. Because there was urgency in the spirit. He says, I am Alpha and Omega. When he comprehended that, then the next phase of his ministry, the door to that phase opened. Let's see it quickly before I close. 
Revelation 1. Now, see, this um, um, is to 8 now. Alright? I'll be preaching till 15 minutes past 8, then I'll stop. So I have 30 minutes now. These 30 minutes are technical. They are deep. Alright? Now, if you have not understood the ones I've said before, you won't understand this one again. This, this is not the day web of make. It's the day of bone. And only men that are willing to climb the mountain will learn the constitution. Say, he that is willing to obey, he shall understand the doctrine. If not to others, it will be a parable. But if in your heart willingness is found, you will understand the doctrine. Revelation 1, quickly. Verse 18 says, I am he that liveth and was dead. Behold, I'm alive forever. That's the contradiction. John saw him die. Eh? It would have been that I am he that died. I'm living now. I think that one will be say, I'm he that liveth. I was dead. But behold, I live forever. That means John, John is an existence. I'm talking about a realm that is superior to death. See, eternal life is superior to eternal death. You understand? So Jesus knew that death could not hold him captive in the grave. Because what he died with, he died with life eternal. And he's more, he has more authority than death eternal. So he knew that that death doesn't have enough authority to stop it. Are you with me? If you are born again, you don't have a covenant with death. I can show you from the Bible that it's not death that will take you out of the earth. But God will call you home. It's an utterance from, from God that will end your journey here. Not an imagination of the devil. And when your journey here ends, angels are the ones to escort you, not death. You have no covenant with death. That's why Paul went to a burial ceremony and rebuked the Christians there. Because they were crying as if the people died and they were hopeless. Do you understand? Because he wanted them to upgrade. Tell your neighbor I have no covenant with death. No covenant. Don't care what you do. I don't care what death does. I, I, we are parallel. I have no business together. He didn't start this creation. He will not end it. I have no covenant with death. He was trying to make him understand that eternal life was superior to eternal death. And eternal death could not put an end to eternal life. So I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold I live forever. This guy is still trying to acclimatize. Still trying to align. And instead of Jesus to give him time to learn, he now say, right. Now, this is the ministry that Jesus wanted this guy to enter. But he could not enter with the revelation of Jesus of Nazareth. 
Can you see the kind of okay? Now let's see. Write the things which thou hast seen that's past. The things which are present. And the things that shall be thereafter. Future. How can a man write like that? Like that? That's why he shifted into the prophetic office. He was an apostolic teacher before this time. But one revelation shifted his office. You know, we went to Bible school and they said, you can only occupy one office. It's not true. I didn't find that in the Bible. How can you explain this guy, John? He's an apostle. Alright? What is he doing in the book of Re Revelation? This book, only a prophet can write like this. He was operating from a different office at this time. Can we free God from the theological barriers? that we have used to label him. Because you are going to see many things that will confound your doctrine. You will need a new revelation to understand that play. It's, say, write the things that you have seen, the things that are, and the things that shall be thereafter. It's a kind of writing that connects the past to the present and to the future. So that when you stand on the writing, a pavement is made where you can see the end. So that every believer in the body of Christ, in the midst of their tribulation, can see the end and glory in their troubles. Because at the end of the book, our God won. That kind of knowledge was needed to maintain the church of that day and a man of stature had to be raised. Even though that man was not qualified because he did not have the perspective, a revelation had to be sent to upgrade him. Today, God will dispatch a revelation. See, a revelation can upgrade your oppression, take you beyond what you prepared to be, make you something entirely new, and it will be powered and financed and sustained by the grace of God. That was where the prophetic writing started. From this time, you begin to hear invitations into the courts of heaven. Come up here! And he said, suddenly he was in the spirit. And he beheld the throne. He saw the center of the kingdom of God. He saw the center of the administration of God, which is the throne. The place from where government is issued. The place from where things are manipulated. According to the counsel of God's will. That was where he was taken first. In his, in his, the tall guy took him to the throne room. Because your definition of everything about your life must have its bearing. Where? The throne. Oh, yeah, no. The reason why I married this lady is because the throne, it, it was altered from the throne. Do you understand? It was altered from where? That's the center. If you are doing something that is not aligned with that throne, that's why the devil has authority over you. If your life is aligned from that point, you don't have business with the devil. He will try to come and apply pressure, distract you, but as long as you keep covenant with the throne, 
you will prove that he's defeated. The devil issue is, is an issue if you are in disobedience. All those prayer points that you, that you that book that you bought, prayer ring, dash it out. And decide this night that my life will take its bearing from where? The throne room. If not, you'll be binding those demons till your life expires. Molekabalatoma <laughs> askama. You know, today, let's talk like men. <laughs> let's talk like men today. You will be binding. Bind. Mark. Beg. And you'll be old in the process. Throw the book away. Take your bearing from where? If you waste two years to articulate the throne, it's not wasted. You will gain it back when that honor rests upon you. Time can be switched like a rubber band. If anointing comes, it can make up for that time. One day with you can be more than a thousand. Are you still with me? There are several times at some points in your life you will be blank as to what God wants. Wait. Don't jump. Wait. Wait and articulate with the throne. That waiting is not a waste of time. Now, I tell you the truth. We are, we are a church of personal issues. Now, you need a car. You need that. Let me tell you the, the simple thing. Keep following Baba. Forget about yourself. Your wife will come. Your husband will come. I was in fasting and prayer about the things God had told me. And God, I didn't ask God for a wife. He came and said, I prepared your wife. He's the one that interrupted my devotion. And say what? I prepared your wife and you will not miss her. Three fake ones came in between me meeting her. Three fake. I knew because he had not given them to me. He was whispering inside, this is not the one I sent to. One even came and said, she saw vision. Maleko Abba. <laughs> you see, you cannot a man that has seen the throne, you can't confuse him with 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 roadside vision. Roadside vision. I tell you, you know what? See my my, my schoolmate there, see that pastor. We are mates in school. He, he, he doesn't believe I can be this fat. I'm fat now. God use her to make fat. I know I will live long. There's peace in my home. Peace! Like a river. I've seen my long life already. If you go somewhere that the throne did not coordinate you, be ready. Your life expectancy will be compromised. <laughs> you see, you know all these ministries came out because so those ministries are first aid ministries to help you with the back pain, the spinal dislocation. See, the thing is, eh, locate the throne and align. You don't need to have the popular language, the popular lingo, preach like the popular people, dress like the preacher in town. No! Just do what? Align. That throne has never failed. It's a throne that is eternal, and anything that is linked to it, the world system cannot flow it. Time will reveal the excellency that it carries. I am the Alpha and Omega. That revelation that came to John. 
made him understand something. Are you still with me? You are with me? Alright. It is the revelation of the fact that throughout all the ages, the dynasty of God and his witness have been. Did you get that? Okay. You didn't get that. I will explain. Please come with me. There was an intercession that Daniel began to conduct. What informed that intercession was that he read the prophecy of Jeremiah. Are you with me? We're talking about Alpha Omega. And the revelation of Alpha Omega is talking about God's presence through every age. That God did not begin to operate in the day of John. Do you understand? John is part of a long line of generations of people, men, that God has had on the block testifying about and witnessing about his kingdom and reality. Do you understand that? Oh, you are not with me. Daniel initiated a prayer and the prayer has its foundation in the prophecy of a previous prophet, Jeremiah. It was through the writings of Jeremiah that Daniel was able to set the coordinates and understand that they were supposed to be in captivity for 70 years and at the time that he found and stumbled on those prophecies the time had elapsed so he had to engage what an emergency intercession are you with me daniel had to lean on the revelations that god brought in a previous generation so that he can find his own relevance where in his own present generation because of the revelation of the Alpha Omega. That God was in the past. God is in the present. And God will be where? Can we go deeper? There are some things that God has done in this land. Some people that he raised to do some things. And some covenants that they entered into with God. If God wants to continue from that point. The devil hijacked those moves. But you see. The fingerprint of those moves of the spirit affected a few people. What God achieved in those seasons was that he was able to cut covenant with people. If he wants to continue in the land again, he will continue from where he stopped. Because he's what? Alpha Omega. In order to access him accurately, there are some things in the past you need to know that will link you into current ministry and then upgrade you into a prophetic ministry so that you can also set the lines for the future. I think I'm losing you now So let me stop I'm just trying to set, show you How to set your life So that you will not live for today You will be living As an expression A realization of the hopes And dreams of our ancestors That walk with God And cut covenant with him So you are a continuation of their hopes And you will bring their walk with God Into a higher level of excellence in this time I just wanted to show you the trick. But it seems I'm losing you. So let's let's I wanted to show you the matching orders. That if we continue business as usual, we never get home. If we continue the same reading, we'll never get where God wants us. I wanted to show you how men of old. 
how things were transmitted from one generation transmitted to another generation and how they never became irrelevant because they had a prophetic string that they held on to in the like in which was founded on the fact that he was alpha omega his dominion you can find it in the past where faithful witnesses proclaimed him in fact your present and your relevance in the present is tied to your understanding of what he had done previously you get it there are some things that God started in this land that he could not complete. If God wants to move again in, in the land, he will use the foundations of the old covenants. So whenever somebody says he's doing something new, just ask him, what, what are you talking about? Because it's not really new. He will start from the foundation of the old covenants and bring men, develop men of sufficient stature that can fit into the cry, the demand of those covenants. He will make their hearts understand it. What their ancestors could not understand. He will facilitate some revelations that will upgrade them. So that they become the carriers of those things that he covenanted with them. In another generation. That's why John the Baptist can come and be operating the anointing of Elijah. 1,000 years after Elijah came. Because, and he will carry Elijah's ministry to a level of excellence that was not present in the Elijah time. Because he's what? Alpha there are a few people here I'm just seeing three now something will come from heaven it's a mantle that somebody that walked and covenanted with God in this land carried before now you see that's where we are going but I had to do a lot of teaching to prepare your mind to see it because if the eyes of your understanding are not open you cannot fight, you cannot war, and you cannot enter into your inheritance. That mantle will fall from heaven. And God will tell you, reveal to you, how that covenant can be administered in this present time. God can trap, can, he, the covenant he caught with Abraham was not just with Abraham. He caught the covenant with Abraham and his seed. It is in the book of Galatians that we discover that the seed that also was a recipient of that covenant was Christ. So the covenant that Abraham caught, Abraham, God started the journey of redemption with Abraham. That's what I'm saying. Redemption began with Abraham. The center and the circumference of redemption is with Christ. And the goal of redemption is kingdom life and kingdom participation. God had all these things in mind, but he had to be Alpha Omega. He revealed Abraham. Alright? Do you know how long it took for Christ to come? But Christ came just to stand on the same foundation that he caught with Abraham to continue that which he started with Abraham and to bring it into fulfillment more than 2,000 years later. It's only Alpha Omega that can do that. Do you get what I'm talking about? Many of you are going to stand on things that are deep that God has established. The joy is that we don't need to start afresh. There's a foundation God wants you to stand upon. And until you understand that revelation of Alpha Omega, you will not be able to see that the living one, the eternal spirit, was the one that set up that pillar. So that through that pillar, he can set up a, a, a shelter and a pavilion that will cover men from the storm and the heat. Do you get what I'm talking about? So some things will come up. Do you remember that scripture I read? 
that thy neck is like the tower of David. There in hunger a thousand bucklers and all shields of mighty men. The anointing of Idausa is still there. If God needs that anointing to do something here, he has already laid the foundation for that anointing. A man had already carried it, so it's available for the church. If it is required to administer God's purposes, God will take a man, wash his eyes with eyes salve, give him a revelation so that he can connect to it, and then he begins to place it upon him in layers. As he prepares his heart, he places a prepared place. And then you see a young vessel. But he's speaking with the wisdom of the ancient. Then you wonder, from whence cometh this wisdom? No, it is older than the man. Don't look at his body. He's standing on a foundation that is ancient. And he speaks from the well of that reality. I decided not to be short. There's something to stand on. It will increase your height. Three men in this place. Something will come on you. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't need to start as a prophet. But if the mantle that hits you is a prophetic one, he will say, right. And a new window becomes accessible. And with God, remember, all things are possible. How can you how can you relate this? I was born a star man, I couldn't say a word. I couldn't say a word. When the angels appeared to me that I was called to be a preacher, I had a problem. I could not speak. I heard the angel, his body. That's where I saw that his, his body is like coke bottle. Then he got angry. He rolled the scroll and he struck me on the on the leaves. Then he disappeared from the place. But the vibration was still on the lips. From that day, my tongue was loose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people sitting here today, you are going to set your foot on the nations of Africa. Something that will come upon you, you are not for to go. Maybe God incubated you in order to go, but your journey will not end here. I see, I see, I see. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 
for her yea the set time is come for thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor her dusts thereof this is the time of his remembrance of this land can we pray and say Lord arise and have favor on Zion arise have favor on Zion have favor on Zion Satabalam Ma abras efotabalakam pantai Have favor on Zion Mebras ketabalatakutama Babres katebo santa balata bakapatai Ekabeso benda abras efotabala Mabraseto bakanta Sialambala Mambala 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 Amparakasata babala Braseto balata bakata Have favor on Zion Now is the time to arise Now is the time to have favor on Zion Sambelabona <laughs> Oya 
Something is coming from heaven. 
Now, I never knew this before, but I just received it now. He said there are people that are, will be incubated in Edoma land and Otupo particularly that are carved out to be saviors to nations. Listen. Now, I'm not just talking because I want to talk. There are people that are carved out to be saviors to nations. Now, meanwhile, there's an anointing coming into this building. Can you pray and say, Lord, I receive it. 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 It's coming into this building. I receive it in the name of Jesus. I receive it. I receive it. In Jesus' name. Now, if you are an adult and you don't have a child you, and you are outside, come inside for five minutes. Can you just join us inside for five minutes? But if you have a child, please remain outside, okay? For five minutes. Let's just fellowship together for five minutes. Five minutes. Don't forget there are three people here that some mantles will fall upon. But we want to start from the beginning. Can you lift your hands so that we can receive those anointings now? Now, as we were praying, the Lord spoke to me. He said, I should tell somebody in this hall that I did not forget you. I don't know what you prayed just now, but he told me, say, I should tell somebody I did not forget you. Did not forget you. I did not forget you. I did not forget you. I was with you all along. I was working with you all along. When it was as if there was no covering. There was no support. There was nothing to look onto. I was with you all along. I was there. I was there. I wanted your heart to be tried. So that... So that your tendencies can be discovered. I was with you all along. And right now, I come tonight to crown you. I come to crown you. I come to crown you. I come to crown you. He said that, he said your name will be heard from afar. Your name will be heard from afar. For this night, I come to crown you. 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 Mama la, mama la, mama la la. Imama la, de 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 mama la. 
sobre la cumbre la damenza ya baba zahula la braila sumatela ila cambre ma pole ma sayande lo bramala he say i'm going to lead you through a path a path that you do not know i tried and i tested your heart so that you can trust me I will lead you through a strange path, a strange path, a strange path. I am a day, Mamoros Abrandemalema. Set not your heart upon money and things that are material, for your heritage shall be the nations of the earth, said God. Seminae, Mama Kome. When men leave you, do not cry and lament. For I, like an eagle, have separated you to fly in lonely and terrible places. Samendo sima ma pramazela zoma yangone. And we give you strange visions, strange dreams, strange insights. Sele, sele, mama komela. And I will cause your mouth to utter things. Mysterious things that you have never been taught. Ma ombre sina kumbalena. Ana na 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 na. Ana na 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 na. Ana na 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 na. Ana na 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 na. There is a lady in this hall. She thinks she's not qualified. She's wondering, how will I cover up? How will I cover the ground? But the Lord has come. That lady will be the first person that God will begin to touch tonight. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Bring that lady for me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord will take you to a strange place. Listen to me. This gate that is open, some people have entered already. Some people have entered. They are beginning to fellowship under the brilliance of light. And they feel it in their heart. As if a light is, is, being, is radiating on your inside. God will begin to anoint those people. He will begin to anoint them. He will begin to anoint them. Father, in Jesus' name. 
Something is coming. I don't want you to miss it. He wants to begin to anoint people now. Father, from my left hand side, you don't need to fall. Some will fall, some will not fall. But even if you don't fall, you will know it inside that it came on you. In the name of Jesus Christ, from my right hand side, to my left hand side, oh my God, from my right hand side, from my left hand side, Holy Ghost, move, 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 move.
is far and you will mount up with wings like eagles oh some of them are already passing through the door already see many one two of them are passed through the door already see many one father lord any where that one is that he has not aligned that she has not aligned by your grace bring that one through the door 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 okay 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 bring that one through bring that one through bring that one through the door somebody quickly. There's going to be a household blessing right now. Household blessing. Connect it. Connect. Uh, okay. Let me connect to your own. So that we can pray congregational prayer. Okay. Sorry. 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 We can't do this one now. I need to do something first. There's somebody in this hall. God wants to open your eyes. You want to remove Ask him to do that. Ask him. What that means is that you will see beyond the natural. It will not happen tomorrow, it will happen now, 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 now. People will begin to see straight things now. 
Alright. In Jesus' name. somebody in this hall that is your good pleasure to bestow upon the anointing of a seer to grant such a one grace to see perpetually into the realm of the spirit and to understand things beyond face value now oh God I ask release that anointing release that anointing Release that anointing. Okay, it has started. 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 It's coming stronger. It's coming stronger. It's coming stronger. Coming stronger. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Yes. 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 The Babole Matai Lama Santa Pegate. A protest, a friend of Makudima Latamina. It's coming stronger. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. through the lines. Miracles will take place. Signs and wonders will be wrought. 
people that are in need of deliverance, it will take place. Surgeries will, be, will take place. I mean, in seconds, it will happen. You see, I'm seeing an angel flying over. Thank you, Jesus. Some things will happen in the next five seconds. I would like you to tell God what you want Him to do for you now. Just tell Him. Just tell Him. You'll do it. He will do it. He will do it. we pray finally while we were holding the morning service the Lord opened my eyes and showed me a woman that could not deliver could not deliver children and I saw clearly that her womb was open yes clearly according to the time of life you will embrace your child that will walk out of this hall unknowingly but from today a clock has started ticking your life will no longer be ordinary from today you can ask God for anything but those people that have problem with delivery don't, don't pray about that one again I have seen it in, the, in prayer, I received that one for you. <laughs> I have received that one for you. Your womb will be open. Your womb will be open. And you shall conceive. In the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, you can hold the hands now. Those people outside, make sure you are connected. Want to pray one prayer that will affect everybody. Oh my God. I'm seeing somebody that they, they torment in dreams. Haunting dreams. Terrible dreams. Can you lift your hand so that I can see you? Alright. Today is the end. It's the end. You can drop your hand now. Still hold it. No, those people that I said to lift their hands, those are the people I said that can drop it. 
Father, in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. Now, look at, listen to me. Somebody bought a land and there's contention on that land. Serious contention. The battle. Okay, can I shake you? Come, just let me shake that one. Father, in the name of Jesus. Somebody came and borrowed money from you. Now it's a probe. You want to receive the money. It's trouble. Serious trouble. Where are you? You, Somebody came by themselves and borrowed the money. But now to return it is serious trouble. You again. Just shake me, don't worry, just shake me. That's all. something on your head. Father, let that anointing begin to drop on that head. Drop on that head. Drop on that head. Drop. 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 Cannot resist it. You cannot resist it. It's too powerful for you. It's too powerful for you. 
is too powerful for you. <laughs> God is healing somebody from in the stomach, stomach, stomach region, stomach. I command that pain, that condition of the stomach. Go. Somebody already healed on the leg. Some pains on your leg has already come. Yes, it has already. I've, I've seen it. It has gone already. <laughs> seen it. It's already gone. Now I, 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 I'm seeing the angels removing migraine, 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 migraine. I rebuke that migraine in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm seeing a small child sick on the bed. Who left a small child sick at home? Where are you? Somebody left. Or do you did you bring the child? Is the child here? A small child. I'm seeing a small child. A small child. A small. Why did you waste time like this? Is the child here or is at home? He's here. Bring the child. Oh yeah. Give me the child. No, don't worry about that lady. She's under Asthma, any chest condition, anything that has to do with the heart, anything, put your hand there. Put your hand. Father, in the it will leave instantly. It will leave instantly. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh man. God said he wants to do more than that. He wants to heal people and anoint them at the same time. Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every chest condition. I rebuke asthma. Go! High blood pressure. Go! Long conditions. Go! 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 And Lord, anoint the people. Anoint the people. Anoint the people. Anoint the people. Anoint them. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. The stomach condition just left. I, I can feel it in my body. It just left. Your stomach is free now. now uh, those people with chest condition, can you breathe in and out three times? Just breathe in and out three times. Release it. Let it go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Now we want to play a family prayer. So hold the hands. Let's command some things. Some people in the village, 
will be healed there, right there in the beneath. Some things will happen right there. Father, we lift our voice as one man. We come against the activities of the devil represented in every family that is present here tonight. Oh my God. From the greatest in that family to the least. By reason of their presence here, their points of contact, convey your beds. To convey the anointing. We release the grace of God to shatter every installation of the devil. In the name of Jesus. I'm seeing somebody that is not in, the, in his right mind. His, his spirit overtook his mind. God wants to address that condition. I don't know if you have a condition like to your family, it's a good time to watch out. Father, I command that spirit of insanity that came upon that young man. I break the yoke, I break the yoke, I break the yoke in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. There is somebody in a family here represented. He left home. The person left home for many years and has not come back. This person left home. This person is going to come back home. Listen. I call you back home in the name of Jesus Christ. Eh? You know what I'm seeing now? I'm seeing a witch. The person will comes in the spirit to somebody's house. I'm going to cut that leg right now. Father, I curse those feet. I curse it. I curse it. I cut it off. I curse it. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will see a sign in the morning. Alelalaba Baranaski. God glory, just give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Father, it's a time of visitation, and we all key into that which heaven is doing. We ask, oh God, that that revelation required to take your people to the next level so that I can function with the frequency of heaven from today as they leave this ground. In their sleep, in open visions, in trances, through the scriptures, visit your people, visit your people, encounter your people. Let the new beginning start from now in the name of Jesus Christ. I hear God say, Watch it. It's not of him that will it. It's not of him that run it. God this night. 
has decided to show mercy and in his mercy you will see that even the least among us will become as strong as david in the name of jesus christ father let new things begin precipitate new things in the spirits of men cause our eyes to see clearly our hearts to comprehend let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened let sons of god emerge let the bondage of corruption over this land be suspended in the name of jesus christ we give you glory and praise in jesus name